Are you ready to live life to the full? Are you ready to rise up and live a life of honor? Are you ready to build a step into a life of courage? This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Hey guys, Josh Hatcher here for the Manly Manlyhood Mancast. Listen, we have been talking about things that men don't want to talk about. This is a five-part series. This is part two. Today we're going to talk about some things that men don't like to talk about, particularly porn and masturbation. Yeah, I know. It's awkward, and this is one of those conversations where we're probably going to wrap things up and you're going to be like, I never want to talk about that again. (laughs) That's all right. We'll discuss it because there's some things we should be discussing about this. So uh, we'll talk about that right after this. and at the end of your rope. I've been there. It sucks. It sucks the spark right out of you till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never going to burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindset. Get reignited today. Hey, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, broadcasting from my backyard. So uh, you might hear some chipmunks or some birds or a car driving by. That's okay. It's uh, kind of a peaceful place. So uh, I thought uh, this would be a good place to talk about one of the things, well, two of the things that kind of go together that men don't like to talk about. And before we get into that, let's take a quick look at some ways that you can help Manlyhood. Our mission is to help men be better men, and you can do that by sharing uh, our podcast, sharing um, our page, the posts that you see on our page. If there's a a manly quote that you like, share it with your friends. Uh, But you can also visit our manlyhood.com store. So if you go there, you can get a manlyhood shirt like the one I'm wearing, or you can get a manlyhood hoodie or something like that, uh, or some of the books or resources that we've created so that you can... Uh, learn more and become a better man. We want to help you do that, and we want you to help others do that. That's kind of our mission is spreading that around and seeing who all we can help to level up in their manhood and in their masculinity in a way that is noble and right and good. So that's what uh, that's what we do, and we want your help to do it. So please uh, help us out with that. Also, we're gonna. Uh, I got a book that I want you to check out. It's called Reignite. Uh, you can get it if you go to manlyhood.com slash reignite. Uh, it's a fantastic book uh, that's going to help you take back control of your life. I know a lot of people feel like their fire has gone out. I want to help you. I want to help you with that. I want to help you do what I did, which is get that fire back in your life. 
So again, manlyhood.com slash reignite. Please grab a copy today. So things that men don't want to talk about. We're going to talk about pornography and masturbation. Let's, um, you know, there's a couple reasons that men don't want to talk about this. And I think the first one is because we don't want anybody to know, we don't want anybody to tell us we shouldn't do it, right? I know a lot of men that are in that boat, they're going to do what they want to do. And who are you to tell me what I can't do? So it's easier just to not talk about it. (laughs) And the other thing is they don't want people to know they do it. So there are two things that we need to, to really weigh and evaluate as we talk about this subject. First of all, I want you to know and understand I'm not a prude and I'm not here to tell you you have to live according to my values. It's not my place. But I will tell you why I think that these things are not healthy and not good for you and why we need to talk about them. Now, if you see the world differently or if you think I'm just talking a bunch of smack and you don't relate to it, that's okay. That's fine. You have a right to that opinion and you can take that up with whatever source of values that you have, but I just want you to hear me out. I want you to listen and understand why I say what I say. So, first of all, I believe that masturbation takes away your power. It is. It might feel like a release or like a way to let off some steam or to clear the pipes. Guys, that is not uh, how our sexuality is meant to be created. It's not what it's meant to do. It's not just supposed to be a release. We are not uh, animals that just go and sleep with whoever we want, or on pillows, or whatever animals do, like, we're people, and our, uh, our sexuality is for a purpose, and I believe that that purpose is to, uh, create a family, and to create a bond between a husband and a wife, that's what it's for, and if we use it, we are, if we use it outside of that context, what we're doing is we're training our body to the quickest path to orgasm, the quickest quickest path to gratification. And in doing that, that's actually harmful to healthy sexuality. We need to have some endurance. We need to be able to last a little longer. We need to be able to uh, take the focus off of ourselves and put the focus on our partner. That's what sexuality is supposed to be. That's what it's created to be what it's designed to be. So if we are doing whatever it is we do to just pleasure ourselves. that's not using sexuality in terms of love. That's self-love and self-gratification. And I think that it's a weaker, watered-down version of what it's supposed to be. And in the end, it rewires your brain to think and to operate that way. Um, you know, Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, which, by the way, A lot of the book has a lot of nonsense in it that I don't agree with, but it has a lot of good thoughts too. But it talks about this idea of transmutation of sexual desire, which sounds like mumbo jumbo. But his point is we often take our desires that we have and we assume that they're sexual. And we assume that, so then we chase after fulfillment or gratification when what we should do is practice the art of self-denial. And we should then take that energy and we should refocus it into something else that's productive. Because we think, I mean, sex is, according to design, productive. It has something that it produces. It produces a uh, bond in your relationship with your spouse. It produces children. It's a productive activity. But if we utilize it in a way that is not productive, we're wasting productivity. 
<laughs> we're wasting energy that we could be putting in to uh, something that helps us grow, that helps us do better. So his concept is like, just say no. Say no to self-gratification and instead take that energy and that effort and put it into something that helps make your life better, which I think makes sense. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that will talk about that when it comes to um, the concept of no fap. <laughs> if you look up hashtag no fap, uh, you'll see a lot of guys who talk about the power that they get when they go through, when they refocus that energy into something more productive and more powerful than just self-gratification. So that's part of it. But again, guys, in your relationship with your spouse, if, you, if you're married, I, I believe that that's what sexuality is supposed to be. It's supposed to be, it's not about you getting off. It's about you pleasing her, about you loving her and showing her love. And it's about her loving you. So you love each other and you please each other. And when that's your focus, sex is great. But when your focus is pleasing yourself, it's not. It's, it's weaker and it will not be as satisfying in the end. It doesn't operate according to its design. I can take a shovel and I can use it to try to hammer in a nail. And I will not have the results that I want. I mean, they're both tools, right? No. I can't dig a hole very well with a shovel. I mean, I could, but it's not going to go well. It's not going to be productive. It's not going to be efficient because it's not how it's designed. Sexuality is designed for something. And if we use it in a way that doesn't fulfill that design, it's not going to get the results that we want. And then when we try later, so that's the thing, right? Let's say you use your shovel to hammer in a, hammer in a nail. And in the process, you get your shovel all dinged up. And it's not sharp enough then to cut the grass later, right? We have to use the things we have according to their design, and they're going to get the best results. If we use them in a way that is contrary to their design, we will then have trouble getting the results that we want out of it later. I feel it's the same thing with sex. That's what, why masturbation really needs to be thought about and talked about and taught. It's about controlling yourself. Discipline equals freedom, right? That's uh, something Jocko Willink teaches, that concept that if we want to be better at something, we discipline. We, um, we tell ourselves no. We do something hard. We train to get better. And I do believe that that's part of this process, guys. So again, don't send me a thousand nasty messages about how it's okay if you, you know, beat the meat. I, I really don't care. I just know that in my life, my life has gone better when I put it away. My life has gone better when I just chose to focus on my wife and pleasing her instead of pleasing myself. And um, I'd encourage you, it's not going to hurt you to try it. It won't hurt you at all. It'll be hard. Just like going on a diet is hard. Just like lifting weights is hard. It'll be hard, but it'll be you'll be better. There will be good results. So I just want to encourage you to think about that and try it. If you want to talk about it and it's uncomfortable to talk about out loud, I can hook you up with some guys that can talk about it with you. Uh, I'll, I'd be glad to talk about it with you. Uh, so that's the masturbation side of things. Um, yeah, how uncomfortable is this, right? This really is uncomfortable to talk about. Porn. It's harmful to men. Guys, it has an impact on your brain when you watch porn. A lot of impact on your brain in a lot of ways. And it impacts your emotions. And that, uh, and it, it's, it's addictive. And it can never be satisfied. And 
you know, a lot of people are like, who are you to tell me what, I don't care. I don't care whether you agree with me. I don't care whether you don't. That's between you and your maker and you and your spouse. It's not up to you and me. But I'm just telling you what I know. And I know that when you look at the science, when you look at uh, just what's happening in porn, it continues to get darker and darker and grosser and grosser and more damaging and more degrading. And how much degrading stuff can you put in your mind without it affecting you in the way that you think? Porn is harmful to women, guys. It's harmful to men because of its addictive nature, because of the chemicals that get released when you are thinking that way. But it's harmful to women too because it teaches men to devalue women and to degrade women. It's a nasty downward spiral of degradation that just continues. I mean, I want you to really think about it. How is it healthy to do the things that you see them do in the porn? Really, that's healthy sexuality? To degrade and call names and to hit and to hurt somebody? No. You know, I, I used to look at porn, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I can tell you that even then, it starts out kind of mild, kind of tame, kind of softcore, and then you just kind of gradually get deeper and deeper deeper and deeper and deeper and you start seeing things that you really wish you hadn't seen and then those images are burned in your brain but the stuff that they do and it has only gotten worse since the days when i was looking i saw um an article about some of the most searched terms on pornhub and they were about incest or rape or forced sex or humiliation or underage like like talking about, I mean, it wasn't necessarily underage porn that they're searching for, but they're, you know, like teachers with students and things like that, like where they're fantasizing about molestation. Like that's dark. And it's just mainstream porn now that we can simulate these dark things and think they're okay. It just keeps going downward and it just keeps getting worse. And our desire for it continues to do that too. Our desire for it gets darker and more twisted and further and further away from what the point of sexuality always was. So, you know, I, I want to make that clear, guys. It is degrading. It is not what sexuality is meant to be. And I know a lot of people who have kind of grown up watching porn and then they get married and they want a healthy sexual relationship. And the only thing they know about sex is what they learned in porn. And then they wonder why their sexual relationship isn't working, why they're having problems. Because the only thing they know is what they saw and what they learned, and that was not helpful or loving. It's dark and it's twisted. And then they have this relationship they don't understand because it's dark and twisted. And then they can't get pleasure unless it gets more dark and twisted. And it just keeps, it, it's a mess, guys. It's a mess for men and it's a mess for women. It's also harmful, guys, because the industry is saturated with human trafficking. Saturated with it. A lot of the women that, you, that look like they're enjoying it are not enjoying it. A lot of them have been drugged up and forced into this lifestyle, and they, were, they found that they were good at it, so they just kept doing it. And then they started making money to help fuel the drug habits that they've gotten into it. And they're basically being pimped out. Um, I've heard from testimonies from many women who were in the porn industry who just 
talk about how dark and twisted it was and how it basically started almost all like many 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 of them who started when they were underage when they were 16 because they wanted the money or someone their their older boyfriend told them it was good and that's where it started for them the other thing with sites like Pornhub or uh I don't even really know a whole lot about different websites to be honest with you anymore but sites like Pornhub or sites like that stuff is that they like have user submitted content and they don't filter it or screen it well and so as a result you've got uh, there was a woman who was 14 years old let me say that again there was a girl that matters there was a girl who was 14 years old and her video was leaked and put out there on on Pornhub uh, where uh, she had basically been kidnapped and raped and then her video was put out there and it was she saw it and she kept asking for them to take it down and kept asking for them to take it down saying I'm a minor don't do this and they just ignored it and kept it up and like it would come up like really easily in the search results and that's horrifying you think that you're watching two people consensually having sex but a lot of times you might be watching a minor being molested or raped or abused or someone who, even if they are an adult, they are caught in this and they want out. Think about how many porn stars end up killing themselves or ODing on drugs because they hate their life. Like that number is staggering, but you don't hear about that. Porn is harmful to women. And do you want that on your conscience? Do you want to be the person that is hurting people that way? I don't think you do. I don't think you want to contribute to sex slavery and human trafficking and the abuse of women. I don't believe that you want that. Or the abuse of children. I know you don't want that. So when I say that there's a reason that I don't support porn and masturbation, this is why. Now, I know, you guys know, I'm a Christian, and so yes, my beliefs on sexuality are framed by that, are framed by my faith. Because my faith has declared and established what the design is supposed to be for sexuality. And so, yes, that's how I view things. You may not share that faith with me. I can't force you to see it that way. But I can tell you that in the Christian circles, the use of it is just as common. And in fact, the addiction to it is even more so because... There's another element that gets played into this, and that's shame. We, we do something we shouldn't do, and then we feel bad about it, so then we keep going back to it because it makes us feel a little bit better. I know that's a cycle that happens with other addictions as well, um, and it does that with, with pornography, where, where it becomes this thing that we don't want to do, but we do it because that little bit of a high makes us feel better about ourselves. And again, that happens not just in Christian circles, but it does happen a lot in Christian circles. So I just want to encourage you, and I want you to know and understand that you do not have to stay in that cycle, and you can break out of that cycle. You're going to have to talk to somebody in real life. You might need a counselor if it's deep and you're having a real hard time. Um, but if nothing else, you need some guys who have a like mind about it that you can talk to and say, I got to get, I got to cut this off. You know, I think about... <laughs> My dad, and those of you who knew my dad know my dad was an awesome guy. Um, he had friends who would sit near him and say, I just need to quit smoking. 
And he'd be like, well, just quit. And like, I tried and I can't. And he says, okay, well, I'll do you something. I'll do a favor for you. He says, I'm going to pray that every time you smoke a cigarette, you get sick. And they're like, okay, yeah, I want to quit smoking. And then they come back to him a week later and they're like, dude, thanks a lot. <laughs> because now they want to have a cigarette and they get sick every time they smoke one. So I, I guess that's what my hope is for you is that when you are tempted to start looking at porn, I want you to see what I've put in your head. I want you to see those truths about the fact that the woman that you are getting turned on by is someone that may have been kidnapped, tortured, raped, forced to be in that position that she's in and feels like she has no way out and is trapped. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's sister. Could be your daughter. Could be your sister. That ought to change your perspective a little bit. And I'm hoping that you see that all the time. I'm hoping that this ruins porn for you, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know you're going to hate me for it, but I don't care. <laughs> because I don't want to see that to continue. The fastest way that we could stop this stuff from doing what it's doing and doing the harm that it's doing is to stop buying it, to stop fueling that industry, to stop participating in this stuff. Um, that's going to, that's what's really going to make it better for women is if we stop contributing to it. You know, guys, I was at one point addicted to porn. I looked at it a lot. Um, you know, I have, uh, some things in my past and my history that kind of caused me to be thinking about some of these things younger than I probably should have. So things like masturbation and things like porn, which I honestly didn't have a whole lot of access to when I was younger. Most of the time it was, you know, turning the cable channel to 50 where it was all scrambled and maybe you'd catch a glimpse of, of a, of a breast on Cinemax or whatever. You know, that was, that was what I did, you know, or I'd watch, um, you know, the, the workout channel, <laughs> You know, that was how I kind of grew up or, or, or steal the Sears catalog and skip ahead to the bra section. Um, you know, that was what, that was the access that I had until I, you know, grew up and went to college and got married and then uh, discovered the internet. And then I found a lot of stuff I shouldn't have. And, and it really had a, an impact on my marriage, guys. It was, uh, it almost destroyed it. Um you know, I wasn't sexually interested in my wife because I had already taken care of business. And I wasn't, I, I didn't know, didn't really fully understand the damage that it was doing. And it really did drive a wedge between us. She didn't know because I would lie about it, which made it even worse. And um, when I finally came clean, it was like a wound to her, a big wound, a deep wound, and it hurt her badly. And we had to work hard to overcome that. And, you know, we, we still sometimes, you know, she may not trust some of the things I'm doing or, 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 or what I'm doing because of the fact that I betrayed her trust with it in the past. And so I just want you to know and understand, like, I'm not just making this stuff up. Like, I've lived it, I've seen what it does, and I've experienced it, and it's harmful. It's harmful. And you can try to justify it and make excuses for it and explain it all you want. I know what it does because I've seen it. And it's not just because of my Christian perspective on it that it's a problem. I want you to really think about what this does and how it works before you just dive into it. Before you stay mired into it. Let's talk about this and let's look about it. Because men, we don't like to talk about it. It's uncomfortable. 
this conversation is incredibly uncomfortable that I'm having with you right now, to be honest with you. But I know that it's one we've got to have, so I'm going to have it. If you guys want some facts or numbers or statistics or stories of people so that you can really know and understand the stuff that I'm telling you about the porn industry and what is going on there and maybe even some help for how to get out of it, um, go to fightthenewdrug.com and uh, you're going to find out a lot of stuff that you might not want to know, but it's going to help you to know. So again, uh, the link for that will be in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um, I know that there are other you know, websites and filters and things like that out there that can help you to limit access to it. Uh, we could talk another day about some ways to maybe kind of break the cycle. When you're in the middle of it, it's really hard to just stop. So we could talk about what that looks like. And maybe, um, but I will tell you, you need accountability. You need to change the way that you do things. Um, you know, whatever your patterns are that lead you into those situations, you need to change them and do them differently. Um, because if you have a certain pattern in a certain place and a certain time and a certain, you, you need to know those things. Well, we could talk about that in another episode one of these days. We'll get into the, I think, uh, really the best way to fight it and to beat it. But I want <laughs> to beat it. Um, no. <laughs> but I want you to know and to understand that you don't have to stay trapped in it and that it's not just harmless. Okay? Anyway, guys, that is part three, no, part two of Things Men Don't Want to Talk About. We've got three more to go, so uh, stay tuned, and we'll talk about more uh, for our next episode. I really appreciate you guys sticking with me, listening to what we're talking about here on the Manhood Mancast. Please, uh, if this episode was helpful to you, if you want some advice, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, manlyhood.com at gmail.com. You can send a message to the guys in the Facebook group. We would be glad to talk with you any further if you want. Anyway, I love you guys. I care about you guys, and I look forward to seeing you next time. You want to be a better man? Check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. Be sure to check out all our resources at manlyhood.com slash store. This episode is produced by Thatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, YouTube, or whatever you're listening to. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast. <laughs>